Not, not quite my tempo. I'm going to make him an offer, Captain. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Multiplex Loves Movies. It's episode number 69. Uh, that's a lot of episodes. Uh, my soul is slowly failing, but it's the Christmas time. We were going to do a watch along today, but then something exciting happened uh, over the weekend. Uh, we got the Disney Investor Day 2020. We knew there was going to be some news, but the amount of news we got was actually really staggering lots of good stuff uh so we're gonna talk about it we're gonna break it down got a smaller panel today because there's a lot to go through and uh if we had five people on the show it would take a really long time to get through it all so this is going to be very open discussion we're going to go through all the things and talk about it and see what's what but first off let's introduce the panel again i am tim and we have caleb coho here caleb how are you uh i am doing good uh i got to watch this uh live uh i i had it on while i was at work because i was like i need to know what's happening uh and uh it was a it was a fun presentation to watch a lot of stuff uh a lot of stuff happened yeah we watched like half of it live we missed like the first half because i was just staying up to date on the phone and then i'm like wait a minute I can watch this live. So then we watch like the second half of it live. Uh, speaking of that, someone that I watched it with, it's <laughs> Maggie, lawyer extraordinaire. Maggie, how are you? I am not a lawyer yet, so we can't say that. Too stressed to think about it. But the thing was fun, though. We had a good time. There's a lot of screaming, a lot of Tim making the, the classic Oscars 2019. Those pictures, that those were classic. Oh, the- you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Those are fun. If we can find those, we can uh, we can share those with the world. I'm totally okay with that. Uh, yes. So uh, lots of great stuff. Lots to talk about. We'll kind of we'll try to go as in order uh, as possible. Uh, fun fact: you can actually download the PDF of the actual PowerPoint presentation they used for the investors, and that is what I have. We will go through some stuff. Uh, let's first talk about Hulu. Uh, we'll talk about Fox and the stuff that they are doing um honestly uh not a ton of new content uh coming from hulu and from fox uh but the big new thing that was announced was noah hawley who did legion um he is in fargo and the fargo Fargo, baby i haven't seen season four yet but i'm very excited to uh he is doing an alien show with ridley scott on fx for Hulu. This has me very excited. I really like Vargo. I did love Legion. I watched the first season and like half of season two. I didn't love it, but a lot of, I really liked the ambition of it. So uh, I'm very excited about this. I love the alien franchise. We've talked about it on this show before. Um, And if this is, uh, if we're not going to get a third prequel movie 
from Ridley Scott, which I know he wants to do. I think this is the next logical step. A horror show, you could make it uh, R-rated by putting it on Hulu, FX on Hulu. Uh, it would be it would be really, really great. I'm very excited about this. What do you guys think? Yeah, I've never no, seen I mean, any I, of the movies. So. I, I love Alien, so I am I'm all about this. I really liked Alien Covenant. Um, Prometheus is fine. Um, so I'm excited to see a TV show come. I don't, I haven't seen Fargo or Legion, but I, if Ridley Scott's doing it, then I trust it really. And that he'll take it in the same direction he wanted to take it. So I'm happy with that. Uh, I have only seen Alien Covenant, uh, was quite confused and did not have a good time. But um, but I trust Noah Hawley. I really like Fargo season one and three. Um, he uh, he does he has a very good sense of taking something that exists and boiling it down to the most purest sense of what makes that thing great, mm -hmm. and then expanding on it. He's really good at that, and so I think he's going to do a good job with Alien. Yeah, no, I'm super excited about it. Um, but that's the big thing from Hulu. So uh, we'll move on to some more juicy stuff. Which uh, let's get into. Uh, Walt Disney themselves, the the big uh, studio, uh, they've got some live action stuff and they've got some animation stuff a coming. I like Coho's headlines: live action plays safe, animation reveals next films and first shows. Yes, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about some of the, those live action shows. Uh, we're getting a Mighty Ducks show, uh, which yeah. honestly, I've I haven't seen D three yet, but Coach Bombay's heart was broken. Uh, that child's mom is the worst. They could have had love, and apparently she's in the third one, and I'm very upset about this. I haven't watched it. Spoilers, yet. Tim. Uh, yeah, whatever. And uh, so we're getting a show. Emilio Estevez is returning. Okay. We are also getting a Turner and Hooch show and a show um, with uh, Uncle Jesse. Why can't I Ra do or, um John Stamos. John Stamos. Um, a basketball show where he's coaching a girls basketball team, college basketball team. That sounds interesting. Uh, so those are the uh, big live action shows uh, that are coming uh, from Disney. Any of those spark an interest to you guys? I mean, no. like, the John Stamos one, the trailer that they played, or the clothes they played looked okay. Like, it doesn't look like it's going to be bad. I'm just... It, it looks kind of generic. So I'm like, all right, like maybe it could be good. I'll give it a chance, I guess. I have no interest in the other two. I haven't seen anything from the properties of those two. So. Yeah. I mean, I might watch the the Ducks one just because I've seen the movies. Now, and I actually, I like the first two movies. They're not great by any means, but I'm I'm interested in it. Uh, Maggie, you said not a clue. Not a I mean, I haven't seen any of those things. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like... <laughs> Really, I need Turner to watch Hooch is about, It's Tom Hanks and a dog. That sounds stupid, but okay. Well, we should watch the movie. It's on Disney Plus. Um, we should. And then we've got into some live action movies that they're doing for Disney Plus. Uh, a few of these I'm actually really excited about. A few of them, not so much. Um, so let's talk about them. We have Hocus Pocus 2 is officially coming. Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron. Um, we got a cheaper by the dozen reboot. Not sure if that's going to be a show or a movie. Same with night at the museum. We don't know. I don't think we know if it's a show or a movie, but we do have a new night at the museum, something and cheaper by the dozen. Same with diary of a wimpy kid. And we're also getting a new ice age, uh, 
series called uh, Buck Wild, Adventures of Buck Wild. Uh, that is also coming. All of these are uh, on Disney Plus, straight to Disney Plus. So some of those are movies, some of those are shows. Uh, Maggie, what do you think? Any any interest to you out of that bunch? I mean, I love Zac Efron, so I'll watch whatever he does. And I don't give a shit about Hocus Pocus 2. The first Hocus Pocus is terrible. Everyone who thinks that it's not is kidding themselves and living in a nostalgia-filled world. Um, you didn't say one that is important. The Beauty and the Beast thing? No. Disenchanted, right? Disenchanted. That's not, I'm not too, I'm, I'm, there's a whole other slide okay. of oh, okay. movies okay. from the studio. Yeah. All right. Good. So what did you all say? I mean, of, of the things that you said, the things that spark my interest the most is the Zac Efron thing, just because it has his name on it. Um, I like Night in the Museum, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Um, I can't imagine that the Ice Age thing is going to be, especially since it's a TV show, that's definitely going to be like a kids TV show. It looked so. very childish. For so me. it's not going to be like something that we watch, but I mean... I'm good for them, I guess, for rebooting Fox properties and like doing stuff with them. Oh, you know what? That's totally, I think, what most of this stuff right yeah. now is this Fox stuff, except for Hocus Pocus. Um, but Coho, any of those other ones spark any interest for you? I'm kind of excited for the Ice Age one. <laughs> it's Simon Pegg. He's my favorite. Like, my favorite of the Ice Age movies is the third one. I think that's legitimately, I think, the best one just because, like, there's dinos, and also Simon Pegg is a one-eyed ferret pirate, yeah. and that's so dumb, so fun, and, like, giving him a show with the two uh, possum people uh, yeah. that are Crash and Eddie, uh, they're fun. I think putting those three together on a show, it, it'll make for a fine content. Like, it's something to fill for kids, but, I mean, I'll probably watch it, <laughs> just because, like, I, I loved them in that movie, sure. so we'll see. Um, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid, I was never a Diary of a Wimpy Kid like you know kid uh mm -hmm. but uh i think that it being animated makes a lot more sense to me i never got into oh, the movies is. because like uh i never got into the movies because i was like this doesn't look like the thing that always showed up in the book order thingies sure, that i always yeah. never bought oh, uh, book orders. yeah baby classic book fair baby uh but um i saw that they had like a little blurb or a picture or something of it being animated and i thought that was like that's a good direction and i like nancy museum yeah so we'll see yeah, I mean, uh, I agree with Maggie. Three Men and a Baby, I'm looking forward to. I, I, I'll always give Cheaper by the Dozen a chance. Uh, same with Night at the Museum. Uh, the Ice Age thing, uh, if Ray Romano is not in it, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about it if it's not Ray Romano. Uh, okay, so now, yeah, let's get into some of the big, the big budget uh, movies from Disney. These are the big honchos. Uh, in theaters, Jungle Cruise. We are getting... Jungle Cruise, it was supposed to come out this last summer, it is now coming out this summer. Uh, Emily Blunt, Dwayne The Rock Johnson should be fun. Uh, we're also, we have confirmed officially we are getting the Lion King prequel movie from Moonlight director Barry Jenkins. We reported that forever ago when it came out, when the news came out. Uh, that is an interesting take. We'll see what happens. Uh, why is Barry Jenkins making a Lion King movie? I don't know. Uh, and then we are also getting The Little Mermaid. Uh, that cast has officially been rounded out. That is going to be in theaters, as well as Cruella will also be in theaters with uh, Emma Stone playing the titular character that I'm very excited about. Uh, out of those theatrically released films, uh, how do we feel about 
those. Uh, Maggie, what do you think right off the bat? Um, I think that the one I'm, well, obviously I'm excited for Jungle Cruise. I'm sad that we didn't get to see it this summer. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be a good time. Um, but of these other ones, I think the one I'm most excited to see is Little Mermaid. I'm kind of a sucker for these uh, live action remakes and the cast is stacked. I'm really happy to see Divi Diggs as Sebastian. I think he's going to absolutely crush it. Um, and Melissa McCarthy is Ursula, I think, right? Which I think we knew already. But anyway, I am super pumped to see that and see how that goes um the lion king thing yeah we talked about it it's kind of strange don't know what's going on there but okay um and corolla i feel like has been they've been talking about it forever and like i just don't know why it's taking so long for them to make it i i feel like it, they've been talking about this for a long time but yeah. i mean i don't really care about the character of corolla that much but i'm happy to see emma stone do it so i am looking forward to that and i whatever they will put in theaters i will see so that i keep putting things in theaters yeah coho of those ones anything spark or not spark your interest you look uh, upset i i mean upset not really I, I think we knew that all of these were coming for the most part so it was just kind of like i was a little disappointed that we might get like some more new information about things that we might have heard might happen. Um, I when they said Lynn was doing original music for The Little Mermaid, I was like, oh, now I care because uh, I I just don't really I've never been a Little Mermaid person, but they got yeah. David in it and Lynn's doing the music. I will be there opening night now, um, but uh, as obligation. Uh, but uh, Cruella actually I think will be fun. I love Emma Stone, uh, so I think this could be a good movie. Uh, it sounds interesting, and I don't know why we're doing another Lion King. I don't, but I did like one point six billion dollars. I don't like the last one. So, um, okay, so now if we get into the Disney Plus originally uh, original movies, these are coming straight to Disney Plus. Sister Act three with Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, is coming. She's producing and starring again. Uh, we're also getting uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, and the only reason... I I've never been a Chippendale fan, not because I don't like them, but because I just don't know enough about them. I've never... We never watched Chippendale stuff. But you cast John Mulaney in anything now, I'm there because I love him. So I'm hyped about that. Uh, and then we're also getting Pinocchio. Is meh. But... Uh, it is being directed by Robert Zemeckis, and it's starring Tom Hanks. Uh, Robert Zemeckis hasn't made a good movie in a minute. Uh, I actually haven't seen The Witches, so I can't comment on that. But uh, he hasn't made a good movie that I've seen in a while, and Tom Hanks is in it. So, like, that gives me a little bit of hope. Uh, so we're getting that straight to Disney+. And we're also getting Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, I am so sick of Peter Pan movies. That being said... This is directed by David Lowry, uh, who did Pete's Dragon, which is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, watch it. And he also did a ghost story, which not a lot of people liked, but I really enjoyed. And uh, the Old Man and the Gun. And the Old Man and the Gun was his ghost last one. So uh, he's made a lot of good movies. Uh, so I am looking forward to it just based on him alone. And then the one Maggie alluded to, the one I am probably the most excited for here and the most disappointed that we're not seeing it in theaters is Disenchanted. You're bringing back Amy Adams, and uh, she's she's not going to be in theaters. Uh, Enchanted is 
a lot of people love that movie. I absolutely adore that movie. I think it's really underrated, even though a lot of people talk about it a lot. I think just not enough people have seen it. It makes me sad. This is going straight to Disney Plus, but I'm happy we're getting it at all because I think that first movie came out in what? Oh, nine? 2007? Wow, I was way off. I was like two years off. So, uh, yeah. Coho, uh, first thoughts on those Disney Plus movies. Again, Sister Act, Disenchanted, Peter Pan and Wendy, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and Pinocchio. Give me John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, Chippendale yesterday. That's going to be awesome. I, I grew up uh, watching the VHS tapes of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, so those are super fun. It's kind of like Indiana Jones, but with two chipmunks that are super funny. Like I'm super, I'm super into that. Um, yeah, see, Tom Selleck and Harrison Ford would have been funny, uh, but I'm glad it's John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Uh, Disenchanted is so long overdue; it's not funny. Um, I think the reason they're putting on Disney Plus is because they don't know how many people will actually go see it if they put it in theatrical exhibition. I think they're dumb for not doing it because, like, I think everyone liked Enchanted a lot. Uh, and then Peter Pan and Wendy, uh, it makes like complete sense why they're remaking Peter Pan. That's a movie that probably d- needs one. Uh, yeah. On the, on the whole, I think these are all fine. So, uh, Maggie, do you think there's a point in time by the time disenchanted comes out? I think we have a 2022 release date for that. Do you think there's a time where they start to take the Netflix route where they do limited releases in theaters and on Disney plus? Uh, do you think that's something that we might be able to see happen because i know you really want to see it i do i i am a huge fan of enchanted and i was really sad when they said on disney plus because it's definitely something i feel like is going to be big enough that you're going to want to see it in the theater um they definitely could like i honestly didn't even think about that i'm not really sure why they chose to announce that it's going to be on disney plus like i'd want to see the strategy behind that and then i'd be able to answer your question if they're going to release it in theaters at all because i feel like because the movies that Netflix releases in theaters are like usually smaller movies that wouldn't have done that great in theaters anyway, where I feel like Disenchanted is something that would smash if they put it out at the right time. So I don't know what the point would be to put it out in limited release and then put it on Disney Plus unless they're really just looking to pump up their Disney Plus numbers. But I don't, it could happen. I Who really knows at this point? I mean, honestly. Um, Enchanted in 2007, uh, just to put it into perspective, it cost 85 million to make. Uh, it made 340 million worldwide. So it it did well at the box office. The first film did. So it is interesting to think about. Who knows? Uh, but uh, let's uh, move on to some other stuff. We're going to get into some Disney animation. Uh, God bless you, Jennifer Lee. Uh, you are beautiful, you are wonderful, and I appreciate you because you bring me content I enjoy except Zootopia. Uh, so uh, let's get into uh, what they announced. We'll start off with the big elephant in the room. That's Raya and the Last Dragon. That is their next film, their 59th animated feature, which is insane. Uh, and it's coming out, uh, it's been, it was supposed to come out March 12th or 11th or something. It's now coming out March 5th. It has moved up a week and it is going to launch in theaters and on Disney plus on the same day with premier access. So $30, you get it at home or you can go to the theater. Um, Let's talk about this situation by itself right off the bat. Maggie first thoughts, Ryan, the last dragon 
taking the Wonder Woman route. How do you feel about that? I get it. Um, I am, I'd honestly, I'd rather them do this than push it because I don't think that things are going to be ready by March for, um, full theater releases. So I get that they don't want to put it off anymore. And I appreciate that. Um, but it is concerning, um, as the whole Warner brothers thing is concerning that they, are taking this route. It is premier access though, right? You said. So, yeah, it is $30. So it's not so as. Right. That makes a little bit of a difference um, compared to the HBO Max thing. Um, I mean, as long as I get to see it in the theater, I don't really care at this point. Uh, yeah, it'll probably, yeah. No, I'm, I want to see it in the theater too. This right. movie, uh, we, we've seen the trailers in the theater, not just on our phones. We saw the trailer on the theater, in the theater before quite a few, Quite a few movies uh, yes. a few months ago, and uh, this thing looks great on the big mm -hmm. screen. Uh, I, I agree with uh, Garth. We want the Tuck Tuck armadillo toys. Uh, we do. Uh, we want to see Tuck Tuck in the theater. Uh, Coho, the premiere access uh, thing for Raya. How do you feel about it? It makes sense. Like I get why I get why HBO Max is doing what they're doing. I get why Disney Plus is doing what they're doing. It makes sense from a business standpoint. Uh, I will be choosing to see this in a theater if I can. Um, and uh, I have not seen a lot of this movie for my own like reasons. I don't. I only needed the first tease, and I will see it because it's Disney. Uh, I anything I hear about it or I've ha have heard about it is from Kane blowing up my messages going omg did you see the thing the thing the thing and i always just feel like i know i know i know you love it and you want to see it i'm waiting for the movie so uh yeah. i'm sure it'll be good i'm excited to see it uh but i i'll see it in the theater if i can uh message to kane mcmillan uh if you want to geek out about disney things with someone who will talk to you about it hit me up uh okay so uh moving on to other uh things that are coming movie wise they also announced officially for the first time their 60th animated feature. This film is called Encanto uh, Music by Lin-Manuel Miranda. It is a musical. Uh, he is returning to do the music. Uh, and yeah, uh, this looks great. Uh, we didn't, I didn't get to see the tease. I don't know if that, I don't think all, any of us got to, did you, you no, none of us got to see it. It was unclear um, what was real and what wasn't real. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was, it was unclear. They, uh, they put like a like a like a, a the, the house and then the logo and that was all yeah. I saw. Right? Yeah. So, so uh, we don't really know much about it other than that it, it seems to be some sort of magic magical situation, um, and yeah, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean. Uh, I've always liked the music in Moana, except for Shiny. Uh, that song deserves to burn in hell. Uh, but uh, thanks to Caleb Coho, I am now an avid Lin-Manuel Miranda fan. And this has me pumped uh, because I really, really like Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, Coho, go ahead, gush over why you're excited about this. Lin-Manuel Miranda could literally do no wrong for me ever <laughs> like he i will be there for whatever he makes opening day he is he is the creator of the work in today that i trust the most emphatically ever uh because he made my favorite thing so uh i um i am super excited he's doing another disney one i loved moana 
I thought all the music in it is so good. Uh, still, the one Oscar I take away from my favorite movie is Best Original Song. I'd give that shit to Lynn for how far I'll go all day. Uh, that song's great. Um, so I'm excited he's doing another Disney movie um, uh, and an animated one at that. I'm very excited uh, for this. I'm going to be listening to that soundtrack over and over and over. I can already tell. So, All right, Maggie, what do you think about Encanto? Yeah, no, I am super, super excited. Um, I know it's not Pixar, but I get super Coco vibes from it, just like with the color choices, um, which I am all about. Um, I also trust Lynn, except for Shiny Coco. You can't pretend that Shiny is good. And I don't. So, I don't. Um, but uh, no, I'm definitely excited. I think of the Disney animated things they announced, that's definitely like the highest anticipation and high, most highly anticipated thing that they announced the best thing to come out of shiny is the scene right after shiny where uh maui is half shark yes. and he walks up to Lana and says, you had my back and he's like half shark and it's that that is peak moana moment right there you That's had true. my back uh as a shark it's great um okay so they also announced their first animated shows uh Woof, because uh, I don't know how I feel about this. It's just so much content that I want to ingest. I want it all. Will I have the time? Will there be too much? I don't know. We'll find out. The shows we're getting. Baymax, the show. Uh, the pitch is every episode is a different adventure with Baymax where he's helping someone who's in need, who's in, who needs care, who says, ow. And then he goes, hello, I am Baymax. I am your personal healthcare assistant. How can I fucking help you? Uh, so uh, that is Baymax the show. We're getting that. Zootopia Plus uh, is uh, more stereotyping of animals. I mean, uh, sorry, it's every episode is a uh, different uh, thing around the world of Zootopia, I guess. It's not a Judy Hop story. It's not a Nick Wilde story. It's specifically... Yeah. Uh, just random stuff in the world of Zootopia. If they can do some world building there, I'm fun with that. Uh, Tiana is actually the one that uh, I'm, I'm kind of pumped for uh, to see. I, I don't love Princess and the Frog, but I would love to see more of this character. I really would. Um, and that is that. So Tiana sounds great. Um, Moana, the show, this is the one I'm probably the most skeptical about. I would have loved to have rather seen uh a moana 2 but instead we're getting a long form series that's e expanding the story okay sure and then also i'm gonna butcher the pron pronunciation oh a why you a waju i don't remember how she said it but this is a collaboration that. with some uh i believe that are they from africa i think they're yeah. the yeah. studios from africa and it's a futuristic uh like almost Wakandan looking city sci-fi animation from this African animation company working with uh, Walt Disney animation studios. It looks awesome. The designs and stuff they put in this look great. Uh, so I'm, this is the one I'm the most curious about for sure. Maggie, all those shows, uh, what piques your interest? 
I mean, Nick just like put my thoughts into the comments, but I'd rather see a sequel to all of those movies than watch a show. Shows require so much more effort in terms of watching them, and they usually have much less payoff, like for being completely honest. Like, I know that Walt Disney Animation is the one that's making them, so it's not going to be like the Lilo and Stitch show or whatever that is like just like some random thing that they threw together. But I just, I, I want to be able to enjoy it as a 24-year-old woman, and I don't think that they're going to make it for me to enjoy it. Like, if I'm being honest, they're going to make it for kids, and that's fine, I guess, but I just would have rather seen a well-developed sequel for most of these things. Don't you love the Lilo and Stitch show? Yeah, but that's besides the point. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I, I love the Lilo and Stitch show. I watched it when I was a small child, so I don't know how uh, it holds up. Coho, your take. I don't know what you mean. Leroy and Stitch was a great payoff to that series. Um, but uh, it's the original Endgame. Uh, anyways, uh, those shows, uh, Zootopia Plus sounds bad. I'm going to be honest. I'm not interested. Um, if it's not Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde solving crimes, I'm not completely sold on that story. Um, I'm also not really into the Baymax show. Like, I liked Baymax. Um, I'm a little bit over Big Hero 6 at this point in time. Not like because it's like overrated or bad or anything. Just like I, that was six years ago, and my my interest in Big Hero Six has diminished a lot. Um, the thing, the two shows that like I, as soon as they announced them, I was like, "Let's go!" Were Tiana and Moana. Uh, I I love Princess and the Frog. Uh, I I absolutely love that whole world and those characters are super fun for me. Um, so I'm super excited that we're going back to it. Um, and. The Moana series was the thing that me and Kane did geek out super hard about because we have, me and Kane have talked at nauseum about ideas for a Moana show. So it's super exciting. Um, and I think they can do it really well. I think there's a lot uh, of stuff to play with. I, I hope they do make a Moana too. Um, but I think a, a series that kind of is in between, I have no issue with. Um, and then the, um, I'm also, I'm not even going to try to say it. I'm not going to be able to do it. Uh, it looks awesome. Uh, and I, and I'm ready to watch that one as well. Uh, the designs for it are like super different from everything else Disney has done. And I think that looks super cool. All right. Uh, let's move on to, uh, probably my, man, it's tough. Pixar might be my favorite studio to ever make a movie. Like if I'm being completely honest, like Marvel's great. I love Marvel, but Pixar's kept me happy for 20 plus years. Uh, so, uh, Pixar, Pete doctor, uh he is a wonderful human he is the uh i believe he's the chief creative officer he uh, replaced last year yeah i didn't know that Lasseter is gross yeah. um and he made cars and he did and said weird things uh so uh we'll move, yeah so pixar is next we will skip over the obvious one soul is coming to disney plus on disney. we've yeah. talked about it we've talked about it multiple so times ready. on the show i'm just so ready it's coming we're gonna watch it it's probably gonna be great i'm gonna weep. 10 days christmas is 10 days from now whoa <laughs> that that just rocked me whoa okay cool sweet uh so uh yeah we will get to see that movie in 10 days i will probably love it cry it'll probably be my number one of the year and then pete doctor will uh i will forgive him once again for making up so uh moving on to that up situation let's go through some of the shows we're getting dog days it is a uh short form series 
So the episodes are maybe five, ten minutes long in the style of Forky asks a question. Um, sure. Uh, I don't like up, but I like cute doggos. Uh, so if they uh, get the cute doggo part of me, great. If they tap into what made up so meh for me, meh. Uh, I thought the clip they showed was fine. Uh, didn't care too much about it. Um, we're also getting a Cars show. Why won't they let it die? I just before before we before we move on at all. Same, I think we all feel the same about Doug Days. Why won't they let Cars die? The first movie came out. It was successful at the box office. Uh, it was a, a fine movie. It wasn't as good as the other Pixar movies, but it's good. I, I will even admit that. I don't, I don't love it, but it's a good movie. Fine. Cars 2 is terrible. Cars 3 did bad at the box office. What are they doing? Why? Coho, why? I'm excited. <laughs> of course, I love the first Cars a lot. I think Cars Two is not great. Cars Three, I do like for you know sentimental reasons. Um, but I, when they said that they're doing a road trip show with Lightning and the group, I'm, I'm in. I, I think it'll be fine. I think this is gonna be fun. I like the world of Cars. I think every time they build it more, I've, I'm I'm more interested in the different corners they do. Cars Three gave us Smokey. I think Smokey and his little Thunder Hollow and everything world is is cool. I I, I don't know. I really I really enjoy it, and I'm excited that they're getting more. So let me, let me ask you a question about the cars. Yeah, movies. yeah. Who makes the cars? Oh, bro, don't even open this can of worms. I have existential, I have existential questions about cars that would make you weep too. Because they, they're clearly not born. And no. so the obvious thing would be, oh, well, they're made by other cars. So then when they become like sentient, are there other cars sitting there that are like, it's all right, you're a car. <laughs> no. Oh no, I got I got more questions than that though. Blow your mind. We should do a car special sometime where I can no. just destroy you all. Anyway. All right, you heard it first. Uh <laughs> Okay, and then the other shows, we're also getting a show called Win or Lose. This is an original series, a new property. Um, I honestly don't... I remember it was about a baseball team. I think every episode is about a yeah. different person on the team and showing uh, right. the different things. Uh, sounds interesting. Um, I've really liked what Pixar's done on Disney Plus with their Spark shorts. Uh, and we're getting a, a couple new ones of those as well. So, uh, sure. Uh, but overall, Doug Days, Cars, Win or Lose, the series that we're getting. What do we think, Maggie? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, Doug Days, it is what it is. If they're really as short as Forky asks a question, then I'm sure we'll watch all of them, and they'll be enjoyable a little time. The Cars thing, I will not watch. I'm sick of these characters. I don't care. Um, and the Win or Lose, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, I think I'm still sort of in the boat with this too, that if you're going to make it, make it a movie. But I also understand from him explaining the concept and where it came from, how it might be better as a TV show. So I'm, I'm excited and we'll see what it turns out to be. All right. And Koho, anything else to add after your existential crisis? Doug, Doug Days is going to be fine. I don't really care about that one. Win or lose. The concept sounds cool. I mean, it, it could be fun. It depends on what they do with it and which creators are on it and like all the new people who are working on it, uh, getting to showcase what what how they are like their style, their different talents. I'm excited for that. Um, 
yeah, I, I'm the most excited for the car show. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. That's the one that I want to see the most. Uh, Tuig, you are trash. Yeah, I don't think that's true. Yeah, Forky. you're wrong, Tuig. You're wrong. Quote Forky, you are trash. Um, trash. Okay. Uh, we also Forky's got confirmation trash. about the next few Pixar movies. Uh, Luca, we already have talked about. Luca sounds fire. Uh, the animation that they showed off, we didn't get to see the full tease of the like serpent or whatever the water creature is, but we got to see a sneak peek of animation of the kids in the town having fun. This animation looks insane. It doesn't look normal Pixar, but it also just looks absolutely gorgeous, so I'm very excited for this. Uh, oh, please, don't even start with me, Malcolm. I was bummed because they literally... I was too. I was thinking about that in the back of my head. I was like, if they announce the Monsters show, I'll be very excited. But I'm sure we'll get that soon. Um, and then after Luca, we have a new film called Turning Red. We are split on this panel. Yeah. Uh, me and Maggie saw this tease and loved it. Uh, we were both all about it. Maggie loves the red pandas at the zoo. Uh, so she was very about that. I was shocked to later get on a call with Caleb Coho, Caleb Boatman, Nicholas Tuig, and Cody Newberry, and they all said it looked terrible. This looks so, so stupid. Coho, I would like to get your thoughts of why you think this looks so dumb, and then we'll talk to Maggie and see what she thinks. It it looks super kiddish. Like for all of Pixar's stuff, like this feels like I okay. I think red, I'm, a, I'm with Nick. I think red pandas are dope. They're cute creatures. However, this just sounds like we're making a long form, like a movie with a kid version of the Hulk. Except instead of the Hulk, it's a red panda. I it doesn't really. I, I don't. Huh? I I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think that's a really stupid idea. If I'm being completely honest, um, I don't know. I think. It, <laughs> Tim, you oh, haven't true. seen a Pixar movie since 1999. You only watch Fast and Furious. Uh, look, um, it looks rough. It looks like it's going to be super kitty, uh, a la Good Dinosaur or fucking Brave. Like, none of these. Is, I feel like it's going to be on the lower tier of Pixar for me. I could be totally wrong. It just does not look, does not look cool, good to me. So, Maggie, your take. I mean, all we saw was a, a little girl that was standing there and then it turned into a red panda. So I don't know why you're getting all of this information from literally that just because the well, animation looks a little different. He and doctor said it before the clip. That's what he I'm didn't thinking. say it was going to be kitty. He just explained the plot that doesn't automatically I, make it kitty. But I'm saying the plot sounds kitty. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, the point is I trust Pixar and it's going to be fine. That's fair. We all liked Onward, right? We're all Onward yeah. fans here. Maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, I'm like, they haven't really missed for me in a in a while. Um, well, Good Dinosaur was not that long ago. Five years. And Cars Three was after that. Yeah, Cars Three was, was the Cars last 3 one. A miss for you? Cars Cars Three is a miss. Yes, absolutely, I it's a I miss. Like I was 3. pumped for Cars Three too because the trailer was good. I mean, the like movie Cars was 3. not. Uh, right. But anyway, uh, and then. This is the real news, guys. Uh, so at the beginning of this presentation, when they started talking about movies, Pete Doctor goes ahead and says, hey, we're bringing you three new movies after Soul. Uh, two of them are brand new things. One of them 
is revisiting a character. Oh, I totally forgot to put up the headline. It's it's oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and old friends. Absolutely. Uh, he says, and we're going to revisit a character, but we'll get to that later. And then all of a sudden he goes, our next film is a sci-fi action, blah, blah, blah. And I look at Maggie and I said, revisiting an old character. That's a, He can't be talking about Monsters, Inc. That doesn't make any sense. So I was like so confused. And then all of a sudden that Lightyear logo comes in and I think I died in the best way. I died and came back as an angel. My angel looked down at me and said, this is good. Praise the Lord. And I went back in. Uh, I'm so excited about this. Um, and then they announced that Chris Evans is playing Buzz. Which is great. I think a lot of the people that I talk to that aren't on board about this is the fact that I, I just don't think they really understand what the movie is. The movie is not about the buzz we know and love. Um, mm -hmm. This is about a buzz that is uh, the, the, the thing the toy is based off of. Whether that is a real human being who went to space and then they based a toy off of him like a Buzz Aldrin, or... I think they said it's a movie. Like it came out yeah. like in that world, and it was a movie. Yes, uh, and but I'm saying that yes, Chris Evans muddied the waters by saying literally on like in a tweet, like this is what a real person that Buzz is based off of. So like that muddied the waters a bit. But I agree. I think this is like a Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, the show that came out right. back in the day. I think that's what this is, and I think this is genius. Uh, this is so genius because a lot of people feel like buzz was gypped in toy story three and four. You're probably right. I like Spanish buzz. I know Cody Newberry hates Spanish buzz. I like Spanish buzz. He was barely used in the fourth one. I would rather see them do this than do a toy story Four treatment on the buzz. We know and love. We don't need that. Uh, I'm very excited about this. I think this is great. Uh, Maggie, what is your take? Sorry, Garth. No kidding. I totally agree with you. I am very excited. Um, I, yeah, I'm just interested to see them do something different with the character and make a different movie that's not Toy Story. Am I a little sick of Toy Story? Always. Um, but I, <laughs> I'm still excited. So, cool. I think this is gonna be super fun. I'm super. I think it's gonna be super fun. Um, I think I I'm not bugged at all by Chris Evans voicing Buzz at all. I'm totally fine with this. Uh, I I'm a little. I I'm fine with it. I think it makes sense. Uh, especially if it is the movie that inspires the toy. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I think this the little the one screen grab we have of it looks really cool. Of like just the face of the pilot and the it looks cool. Um, I'm in. I'll see it. What if at the end of the movie we find out that we've been watching this movie the whole time and that movie is ending and it pans out and it's all the toys in Bonnie's room watching the movie on the TV with Bonnie uh, and Buzz is there just like Tim Allen being like, yeah, do you see that guy? He's fucking sexy. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I actually, I really love that. I'll be honest. I, I'm, I'm so excited. Maggie, Maggie hit it on the head. I don't think uh, I, I'm not over Toy Story. I, Toy Story four is perfection. That movie is so, um, and I'm just so happy. They have found an inventive way to continue this franchise. 
this is a very smart idea uh and it's props to pixar because they they're the best they're the best at what they do sorry they're the best at what they do and so i'm super excited to see this uh so that's what we got from pixar uh let's move on to uh the big the the big boy uh oh what we're doing what did i miss uh oh i missed star wars let's talk about star wars uh whoopsie daisies i gotta scroll back in my powerpoint presentation. i was gonna say i was like wait we haven't done star wars yet yeah. i'm now at star wars kathleen kennedy was huge didn't look excited to be there i watched the panel part of it after the fact but uh we got a ton of stuff about star wars uh, a lot of it is disney plus stuff only literally everything is disney plus stuff except for one uh thing or two things, I'm sorry, two things from Lucasfilm are not Disney+. Plus. Um, so we'll talk about those two things first. The first thing is Indiana Jones 5 is officially happening uh, with Harrison Ford, and James Mangold is directing. Uh, if you could get anybody to direct this that's not Steven Spielberg, I am about this choice. Uh, so what do we think about uh, Indiana Jones? Let's make yeah, this I mean, I think we talked about this already with James Mangold directing and everything, so... I think it'll be fine. It is what it is. I, I love the choice of James Mangold. Uh, I think yeah. he's going to do something really fun and super. Uh, I think it's going to be a movie that is going to be very much about what we love about Indiana Jones from the first three and give him one last outing like that. That is like mm-hmm. super honoring of what came before. while also telling a good final story. I think this is going to be super fun. I just really hope that this is the last one. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and then we're also getting a movie called rogue squadron uh about fighter pilots uh directed by patty jenkins uh we obviously haven't seen wonder woman 1984 yet but the reviews are coming in and uh the reviews are good uh a little mixed but overall good her direction is not the problem with wonder woman 1984 so i'm very excited about this she put out a video on her youtube and her facebook if you haven't seen it uh, check it out because uh, it's just her kind of like announcing like how she's doing it and it's really touching. She tells a great story about her dad being a, uh, a pilot. Uh, it's a really good story and uh, I'm really happy that overall with this Lucasfilm stuff, they didn't touch the Skywalker saga. Uh, maybe ancillary wise by doing stuff like the Bad Batch and stuff which we'll get to, but uh, where we could potentially see Skywalker saga characters, but I'm just happy that they are like, nope, we are doing something that is different and not having to do with Ray or Finn or Poe or Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader. Um, could those things come up? Probably, potentially, especially the Vader type of things. But I'm just really happy that Patty Jenkins is getting a movie and it's not called Rogue Squadron, a Star Wars story, part seven, Rogue One a Star Wars story. <laughs> they ditched a Star Wars story and I'm happy about it. Um, so Rogue Squadron, what do we think? Yeah. Sign me up. I, uh, I am all for Patty Jenkins directing a Star Wars movie. So let's do this. I mean, all right, I'm going to run down these uh, TV shows from, uh, cause there's a lot of them. This there's is what I'm here for, baby. This is what I'm here for. Uh, the Mandalorian, obviously going strong. They have announced season three will premiere Christmas Day next year. So we have to wait an entire year for season three. 
Uh, but the finale is this Friday, and the show is uh, excellent. It's awesome. We're also getting Rangers of the New Republic. This takes place in the world of The Mandalorian, as well as an Ahsoka show uh, with Rosario Dawson continuing to portray Ahsoka. That will also be in the world of The Mandalorian, obviously. We're also getting Andor. This is previously previously announced Cassian Andor show. I could not give two shits about this because I don't like Rogue One, but I like Diego Luna, so maybe it'll be good. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, when we were talking about this and watching this no. reel, Maggie says, so does this take place before or after Rogue One? And I said, well, he fucking dies at the end of Rogue One. <laughs> Um, moment. <laughs> so, so I don't know how it would take place after. And she goes, "This is an actress set after Rise." She literally looks at me and goes, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> I loved it. It was great. Um, we're also getting Obi Wan Kenobi. That's been announced, but we got the piece of news that Hayden Christensen will be returning to the world of Star Wars to portray Darth Vader. Uh, will James Earl Jones be doing the voice, and will Hayden Christensen just? be in a suit and we never hear his voice and like i don't know but i'm glad that hayden is being invited back in we're also getting the animated the bad batch which is a spinoff off of the last season of the clone wars visions which is uh with just like different random stuff throughout the galaxy i am all about that that sounds really fun lando is in very very early stages a lando show will that be glover we don't know i hope so I hope so. The Acolyte, the one that's definitely gone under the radar the most, uh, is about the end of the uh, Old Republic, which I am very excited about. That sounds really fun. And a droid story. This is the one that they said, hey, this is an animated one for kids. You got your C-3PO's. You got your BB-8's. They're all going to be there, and it's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to be whatever. And uh, also, I forgot to mention, I'll just throw it in here at the end, Willow. We're getting Willow. Uh, so, sure. Eh, hey, I'm not a Willow fan. Uh, so, Maggie, any yeah. of those shows I just listed off, what are your There's thoughts? So many. Um, I mean, I'm most interested in Kenobi, I think, obviously, just because I love Ewan and I love him in the character. Um, I agree that it's weird that Hayden is just going to be like, I, like, I'm sure this is not going to be what it is, but that he's just like somebody in a suit, like just being there. And you just have to know it's Hayden Christensen and feel good about it. But, um, Otherwise, I think I'm most excited for the Lando show, even though it's in early stages. But I really hope that it's Donald Glover because he absolutely kills it in that role and he steals the movie. And I would love to see him going around the galaxy and doing shit. You also, did you say Ahsoka? Yep. Okay. So then that one, I guess, too, just because, and I know it's not the only one. I think there was one other one that was like in the, the timeline of the Mandalorian. So they're probably going to do all this like, Easter eggy crossover type nonsense. And, but I really liked Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. I, and I would be happy to see a full series of her, you know, kicking ass. So, yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, I was like, we'll see what you got, Star Wars. And they were just like, here's four or five things you're going to like, uh, from how they described it. Um, when they said that, they were doing, I, I remember they were doing Cassie Andor, and then they announced Andor, and it was Tony Gilroy, and it's gonna be very spy thriller-y. I'm like, okay, I'll check that out. That sounds like it could be fun. Uh, the Bad Batch, I when they were like, we're making the Bad Batch, I was like, okay. And then the, the trailer comes out, and they're like, hey, in the immediate first days of the Empire, some fucked up clones are doing some shit. I'm like, that sounds dope. Um, and then obviously Obi-Wan, like, I, again, I don't 
really like Hayden Christensen. Uh, but I mean, for fan posterity, good to see him working again, I guess. Um, and the one that I can't believe no one's the acolyte sounds baller as fuck. Um, my when it comes to to what I like most about Star Wars, it's it's lightsabers and Jedi and Sith and like fucking the old shit. Uh, like that's my favorite part of the prequels is all the lightsaber stuff. So when they were like, hey, we're gonna do a prequel to the prequels where there's a lot of Jedi and some Sith peoples and like awesome shit, I'm like, let's go. So the acolytes, the thing I I want the most. That's the one that if I could pick one thing to like come out yesterday, it'd be that. I'm gonna watch that day one. Yeah, fun fact. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but um, despite me saying I'm not interested in like four of these, I will watch all of them and every single episode probably multiple times. Uh, so uh, that's Star Wars for you. Now let's move on to the final thing, which is uh, the one that makes me weep the most. Like I said, I love Pixar, but come on, man. This Marvel panel is awesome. Uh, I, I just want to say this. Uh, it's been a tough 2020 there's been a lot of shit. Uh, but I want to thank Kevin Feige for straight up right off the bat being like, every time he announced a movie, he was like, and this is coming to theaters. <laughs> every time. Every time, yeah. Oh, WandaVision. This is a great little show, WandaVision. It's coming to Disney+. Plus. It's, it's going to be great. Um, and then we've got Thor, Love, and Thunder. That's coming to theaters. <laughs> <laughs> just every time and exactly I love exactly like that yeah. would stop and just in theaters <laughs> July 2021 <laughs> literally every other panel was like you'll see this at some point yeah and then we'd move on and then Kevin Feige's like Black Widow is gonna be in theaters whether I die I don't care if I'm 90 and we're putting it out in theaters it's coming to theaters uh, so this that that does right off the bat have me very excited. Um, we're gonna go through this in the order that they talked about it because I think that that it, it builds it builds in a way that I like. Uh, so um, Wandavision is the first thing off the bat. It comes out uh, one month from today. Actually, uh, it comes out on January fifteenth to Disney Plus. I I don't think they're dropping the whole series. I think it's gonna be like like the Mandalorian where it is a weekly thing, but it is six episodes. Uh, it looks great. The new trailer looks awesome. Still. I'm very excited about it. We don't know what's happening, but fun fact, uh, every Marvel trailer since civil war, you don't know what's happening. Uh, literally have no clue. The end game trailers were like, here's this person and that person. Here's one action shot. 2.7 billion dollars so it's like they don't need to show us a bunch of stuff yeah. um so wandavision looks really really great uh and that is going to lead directly into dr strange and the multiverse of madness which isn't the first movie we're getting but uh scarlet witch will be going to dr strange she's filming that movie right now so what do we think about wandavision and uh, Doctor Strange. It's not a lot of new information for these ones, but any thoughts about it? Let's do it. Yeah. That trailer is cool. Uh, everything, every time they go, here's a little bit more uh, WandaVision, I just get excited because I love the idea that we're going to get thrown into the middle of some weird ass shit and not know what's happening. And the entire thing is just us trying to find our way out of the thing we got thrown into. And that's all I want. I just want a puzzle box show 
in the MCU. I'm super excited for it. Uh, next, probably the piece of content that uh, excited me the most as far as like new footage we saw. Falcon and the Winter Soldier looks great. Uh, we got a confirmed release date. It's coming out in March. Um, I, I've so I've me and Maggie have been together for almost seven years, and uh, in those seven years, we've experienced every Marvel movie together from Guardians of the Galaxy on. Every piece of Marvel content we've ingested together, and uh, not once has she even the Endgame trailer has she ever sat next to me and hit me like this, like she <laughs> did during the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer. She was like, "Look at his wings, look at his wings." <laughs> They're fucking cool. I'm with you. It looks great. Zemo looks awesome. The two of them look great. Um, the the trailer is just fantastic. What did uh, Maggie? I just alluded to it. Your thoughts on the trailer? Yeah, no, I'm super excited. This show looks dope. I am so excited to see that their chemistry is just great. We got just a small taste of it in Civil War, and I am very excited. It looks like I don't know. It just looks like exactly what I want it to be in terms of dealing with you know. Falcon becoming Captain America or not becoming Captain America or whatever he decides to do with that. And his costume does look fucking amazing. So I'm super excited for it. Coho, how do you feel about the fact that Kevin Feige has described the show as a six hour movie? I'm in. Cool. Okay, if it's six hours of more Winter Soldier-esque shenanigans with Falcon and Winter Soldier in them, let's go. Yeah. Like, I'm in. Uh, I think that the story is going to be the one that I like the most. Uh, of of the slate of stuff we've been able to like see, um, I think this is going to be the, the the immediate piece of Marvel content that I like the most. Um, just because like that's the that's the dangling thread from Endgame that I'm the most interested in is what is what are they going to do with the new Captain America, and the the the, the sort of intrigue and, and and politics that play into Captain America, and what does Captain America mean in the MCU and the Marvel Universe in a world where Steve Rogers is no longer with us is super fucking cool. Uh, especially for a six-hour movie, bring it on. That's what I'm here for. I'm all in. Uh, the other big thing uh, that, you know, we, we knew Loki was coming. We knew he was coming in 2021. We knew the pitch. Well, we didn't know exactly the pitch. We kind of had an idea. Like, they, they've alluded to the fact that this is the Loki from Endgame that disappeared with the Tesseract. When I pictured this show, I was picturing Loki on a Sakaar-esque planet, Loki doing uh, Thor movie things. I was picturing like Ragnarok 2.0 with Loki as the lead. That is not <laughs> what this is. Kevin Feige pitched Loki as a like crime mystery drama thriller. Uh, and this trailer is probably the piece of content about something we already knew that excited me like to like surprise me. That for the other no, I'll say surprise is the <laughs> way surprised me. Um, because it was just not what I was expecting at all. Owen Wilson looks fantastic in this trailer. Nick Tuig, I sent him the trailer because he was delivering pies when this was all happening. And he said, what the fuck is going on? Where's all this news coming from? I sent him the trailer and he... The suspense is killing you, I know. Uh, he said, is that fucking Owen Wilson and Logie? And I said, hell yeah, it is. Uh, the show looks great. Uh, will we see Thor and Heimdall? 
I think maybe because at the end he said, have it ready for me, brother. Have it ready, Heimdall. And then he goes up in the thing and the he goes up in the, the beam and the fucking money explodes. And I was like, uh, so this look this looks great. Coho. Which uh I I think that this was awesome. Uh my favorite like setup for any of the trailers in that whole presentation was how he set this one up with the it's a crime mystery drama. And if you're as confused, don't worry, Loki is just as confused. Uh and they just played the trailer and I was all in. It looks so fucking cool and weird, and I'm in. Um, and the uh that whole segment where he's like where he's like, have it ready, jumps out the plane, Bifrost hits him. Uh that whole thing from trailer breakdowns that I've seen is they're supposing that Loki is the real life person who did that this thing where he hijacked a plane and then got paid money and he's never been found since it's like one of the greatest unsolved oh. things and like someone took a picture of the screenshot of Loki next to the uh artist rendition of who the hostages said he looked like and it's almost exact and so like I think like they're they're playing with some weird shit and I'm all for it like just the idea of getting out of a heist by using the Bifrost also just is really cool. Is so, that, is um, that who D.B. Cooper is? is yes, D.B. Cooper. That? Yeah, DB literally Cooper. there's like four people who just said that in the ch- in the chat. I've never I've yeah. never heard of I that. didn't know who he was until I, I w- watched Trailer Breakdowns. I've me. never heard of this either, so that's that's wildly interesting. I'll have to rewatch the trailer, do some research, rewatch the trailer. Um, Maggie, your take on Loki. Yeah, I'm very excited. The trailer looked awesome. Um just give me more genres, Marvel. I'm all about it. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So Black Widow obviously didn't say much about it, but what else is there to say? We've had like three trailers. He uh, confirmed again, May it's coming. We're finally going to get it. I'm excited. I, I just want to see the movie. I think it looks great. Uh, Florence Pugh can do no wrong except for Midsummer. So I'm, I'm quite excited for this. Um, okay. What if was announced? We knew it was coming uh it looks cool the animation looks a little weird but i'm into it um i like all the different story ideas um and then also they confirmed that shang chi and the legend of the ten rings has completed filming and is in post-production uh what if shang chi what do you guys think i mean i don't really like i know what if is gonna be fine um but just because it's a TV series, I'm less likely to watch it because they take more time to, to watch. But I'm super pumped for Shang-Chi. I think it's going to be great. Um, yeah. I mean, I liked the trailer for What If. It's just a, a thing of time commitment, really. Sure. Um, I, I've never been a super big fan of, like, the What If books. I think What If stories can be really cool, um, and some of them are really fun. But like the classic What If books are all kind of stupid. Like What If Spider Man was in the Fantastic Four and stuff like that. Uh, but like I do like the idea of doing that for the MCU stories that we know when we only have a select twenty three stories to pick from to do weird stuff with. Like from what it looks like, I think Black Panther is Star Lord. Yeah, is like one of the What Ifs, and I think that's rad. Um, uh, I I think we knew about the Peggy Carter being Captain Britain. I think that's cool. Um, I I I keep geeking out over the one flash that we got of Marvel Zombies, and that is gonna be so fun. The Marvel Zombies world in the comics is fucking insane. So if they even tap into just a little bit of it in the show for the MCU, it's gonna be wild. I'm excited. So. Um, awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. Next we have Miss Marvel. Uh, they have cast Kamala Khan. We saw some pictures of her and a yeah. tiny, 
tiny, tiny, tiny bit of footage. Uh, nothing extra spectacular, uh, but they did confirm that Miss Marvel will be in Captain Marvel 2. Uh, this has me very excited. Uh, this is one of those things where Kevin Feige, uh, I think during the show, he literally was like, you now see how we're very connected. And I was like, Kevin, we know your, your, your whole universe is very connected. Uh, so I'm excited about this. Um, I'm actually playing the Avengers game right now. I like Kamala Khan as a character a lot. I haven't read any of her books, but, uh, the version of the character in this game, I'm very much enjoying. So I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, it's a nice uh, representation, too. A, diver, a, a, a nice, diverse cast of uh, characters, directors, writers that they have on the project. So that has me very excited. And then her moving into Captain Marvel 2 as well, which uh, who knows what the hell that... Who knows what that movie's going to be. Maggie, uh, Captain Marvel 2, Miss Marvel, do you care? Are you excited? I mean, at this point, like, I, we don't really know anything, and I don't know anything, and it's going to be great. All right. Cool. Uh, I'm way more excited for Miss Marvel than I am Captain Marvel 2, if I'm being honest. Uh, Miss Marvel is a character that I think is really cool, because, like, she's just super different from everything mm-hmm. else Marvel's done in the last 15 years, and it works. It's like a coming-of-age book. But for this kid who has really cool powers and a really cool skill set, um, I'm excited that she's getting her series. I'm, I'm going to watch that day one. I'm super excited for that one. And I'm excited that she's in Captain Marvel 2. I think that's going to improve the sequel a little bit because that's going to add a whole new element to it that I think is needed. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I, I didn't love the first Captain Marvel, but I'm glad, I'm, I'll watch Captain Marvel 2 if, uh, if Kamala Khan is in it. You would watch it if Kamala Khan wasn't in it. I mean, true, but I'm going to like, I'm going to, I have a higher chance of liking it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Okay. Next, something we've heard and talked about many times. They still didn't show footage. Eternals. It's coming. It's coming uh, November of next year. Uh, So we, we know about it. We've talked about it at nauseum. So we'll skip over that. Uh, Hawkeye. We knew about it beforehand because well, images leak people, but uh Haley steinfeld is playing kate bishop alongside jeremy renner that's dope uh i'm very excited about this uh i i like hawkeye i'm sorry like i know nobody likes hawkeye but i like hawkeye i really like hawkeye in avengers endgame we'll see what happens where this takes place what the story is um and i'm excited for kate bishop to be in the mcu uh so that's very exciting and then also she hulk um i don't know anything about she hulk but what i do know is this show sounds awesome and we're getting the ruffalo as mr professor hulk himself which i am all about and tim roth making his official return as abomination we've been saying it for years that he has been he never died he was off somewhere he's coming back i'm super super excited about that that they are not ignoring the incredible hulk they are embracing it i love that uh coho uh she hulk and hawkeye thoughts uh, I hope Kate Bishop's inclusion in Hawkeye means we are building Young Avengers. I think that, like, with recasting Cassie to be Catherine Newton and uh, and bringing in Kang, I think they're bringing in a lot of elements of a certain Young Avengers run that I'm sure Garth will talk about more in the comments. Uh, but I, I am very excited. And Ironheart, like, I feel like they're building a Young Avengers, and that's what I'm super here for. She-Hulk, I think, is the perfect opportunity 
to do something totally new. Uh, She-Hulk's a cool character, but she's like a lawyer, uh, and you can actually do like a ground, do what the Marvel shows were doing in a lighthearted way, a ground level look at the MCU, uh, and in a way where you can play with the legality of certain characters existing. And uh, we all, we all really hope daredevil's in that one i really I hope was, that they yeah. bring daredevil back he, he like definitely hinted that daredevil he, gonna be he has to be right he has to be yeah. i if, if charlie cox doesn't walk in as daredevil and argue a case with jennifer walters i'll be a little disappointed but i am i'm pretty hyped especially with abomination back let's go it's gonna be fun uh fun fact maggie Bercala actually playing the role of she hulk because uh she's a lawyer i'm not and, a lawyer and she likes to hulk rage sometime maggie hawkeye she yes um yeah i'm excited i love Haley steinfeld so and the images that we've seen from look absolutely amazing um super happy that tim roth and mark ruffalo are going to be in in the she hulk show i think that really legitimizes it really what i sort of took away from all the whole mc presentation at least when it comes to the shows is that they're really trying to make them meaningful and not a waste of time which I appreciate um, because, as I keep saying, watching TV is a lot of work. So um, I'm excited for really all of them. Um, I'm going to run down these next ones quick. Uh, you guys tell me if anything sparks your interest. We've got Moon Knight. We did not get a confirmation about Oscar Isaac, but the show is coming. Also, Secret Invasion. Uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago about a Disney Plus show starring Nick Fury. That is this show. Uh, it is this uh, Nick Fury and Talos. Uh, this seems to be what the end of Far From Home was setting up. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, Iron Heart. Uh, we are also getting. I don't know much. I don't know much about that character. I'm sure Coho can enlighten us. And also Armor Wars. James Rhodes is getting a show. This I'm very excited about because Rhodey is a very fun character. It took a long time, I think, for Don Cheadle to really get comfortable in the role. But I think like Age of Ultron on, he's fantastic. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that as well because I like giving these minor characters things to do uh so of uh we got moon knight secret invasion Ironheart, armor wars maggie out of those what's the one that piques your interest the most uh if oscar isaac is moon knight i would say moon knight um for sure uh i don't know how i feel about secret invasion i'm feeling pretty met about it um the other two i really know nothing about but i'm happy to see like you said don she get his own show and have his character really be able to do more things uh, Coho, first, tell us about a little bit about Ironheart. Give us the main pitch, and then tell us about your take on the whole Secret Invasion thing, because I know you know mm -hmm. the comics really well. Uh, so Ironheart was one of the all-new, all-different Marvel initiatives that they did, where they were trying to give you the next wave of Marvel characters. That's where um, Kamala Khan came from. She's the biggest hit of the group. But then there was also uh, Riri Williams, uh, who is Ironheart. Uh, and she... Um, I'm not as super familiar with her book. I didn't read a lot of it, but I know that she uh, she basically has an Iron Man suit, and she basically becomes the new Iron Man while Iron Man is in a coma. Um, and that's kind of her whole thing is she's a younger, uh, debatably smarter character. Um, and I I think they're gonna do fun things with that. I hope that she's in. Uh, I hope that she's part of a young Avengers that they're building. I think that'd work really well. Um, Secret Invasion. I am confused 
because Secret Invasion in the comics of the last 20 years of Marvel Comics, there's two arcs. There's Civil War and Secret Invasion right there in terms of how much fans like them. Secret Invasion is all about the Skrulls infiltrating and replacing Marvel heroes and revealing that they've been doing it for the last 30 years. Um, and that only really works if the Skrulls are the bad guys. So I'm really confused how Nick Fury and Talos are going to do a sort of um, story. I, I don't know how they're going to make that work with Skrulls being heroes. And I'm a little confused. I'm a little worried. I'm sure they'll do it. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. I hope. Um, and Armor Wars, I'm hype. Because uh, that the, the whole concept of Armor Wars as, as a comic book and now in the show is just this in the comics is Tony going and collecting all of these suits and tech that he lost because he was an alcoholic uh, and is picking them back up from a bunch of people that he created a bunch of villains accidentally and goes and fights them like Crimson Dynamo, who is super fun. Um, and then doing it in the MCU, I think you could do a more fun twist of Rhodey having to do it because Tony's gone. And I hope Justin Hammer is fucking in this show. If Sam Rockwell's not in this show, I will be a little sad because this is the perfect opportunity to bring him back. It'd be great. It'd be great. Uh, I'm just saying, I think Armor Wars is the newest announcement, save for the big one, that I was like, yes, uh, on. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, when I said to when we were having a conversation about all this after the panel, um, I said to I said to you and Cody and the other guys, just I think you know, Civil War the the, the movie wasn't like the comic book. It had, the, it had similar themes, but overall, it was not the same thing. Right. Uh, they're going to call this Secret Invasion, and they are going to make it their own thing, and we'll probably love it. Uh, right. But yes, it is. It's definitely a larger story then civil war where you could say okay at the end of the day it's still a cap versus iron man story right this is going to be a little different we'll see what happens i will comes. say there's a very good chance of me liking the the secret invasion show more than the secret invasion book so i will there say that go. right now um okay and then uh these two kind of go hand in hand uh it's a it's a weird announcement but i'm excited about it james gunn is writing and producing the guardians of the galaxy holiday special uh, it will be shooting they will shoot it while they are shooting guardians of the galaxy volume three uh so it'll probably be a lead in or i think it's i think they said it comes out the the christmas before volume three so hypothetically we will see uh you know um the aftermath of a lot of movies like thor love and thunder will already have come out so we will see you know maybe what happened there and a christmas holiday special james gunn written there haven't been many great holiday specials in the world of science fiction. Uh, but that being said, I'm excited about it. Uh, Guardians 2 isn't my favorite thing in the world, but I just love those characters so much uh, that I'm excited about this. And then also going hand in hand with it, uh, we are getting I Am Groot, which again, sounds like a Forky asks a question, short form. Maybe 10 episodes of Groot just doing some uh, random stuff, helping out and talking to some random people. So uh, that sounds fun. I, I, I think they said this was live action, but I'm not. It might be animated. I don't fucking know, to be completely honest. I think it's. I would baby. assume it's live action. I would assume it's CG little baby Groot. With yeah. live action surroundings. Right. I would say. Yeah, I would assume so. Uh, but Guardians Holiday Special. I am Groot. What do we think? Yep. If there was ever a group of characters to be able to pull this off of the MCU, it's definitely the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be super. I think it's going to be super fun. I can already kind of see it, just like a conversation between 
Peter and Drax where it's like, oh, it's Christmas. And Drax like, what is Christmas? And like mm -hmm. that whole like thing. Yeah. Like I can totally see that being the story and it could be super fun. I I think it'll be chill. I, I don't think it's going to be anything like mind bending, earth shattering to the MCU, but it's going to be nice to have like one fun little thing off to the side that doesn't, you know, mean the it, end of the world. It'll probably be like 30 minutes long and right. it, won't, it won't even be an hour, but it'll be a fun time. Uh, Maggie, yes, you agree? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, and then as I alluded to, we are getting Thor Love and Thunder that is coming from uh, Taika. Uh, we're very excited, I think. Kristen Bale uh, being the villain. Uh, yes, sign me up. Uh, Natalie Portman is returning. Also, after the panel, they announced uh, that uh, Jamie Alexander, is that her name, who plays Sith? She's returning as well, so that's very exciting. Um, and then we're also getting Blade, which was a previously announced no real new news on that, but Mahershala Ali is going to be Blade. Also, we got right. That's what? A that's a different logo that they played at the presentation. Yes, of the yes, yes, yes. I like it a lot more. I'm be honest. The red is so much cooler. I agree. Uh, we also got the title for the third Ant Man movie, which some people on this panel hate. Uh, I think it, it makes total fucking sense with totally with, with with the series uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Um, I'm glad that they're keeping the and the wasp there. That's great. That just shows that we are continuing this bond between the two of the characters. I love that. Um, and then uh, we'll actually we'll, we'll we'll save this other one for last. We'll we'll talk about Black Panther separately. But uh, so Thor, Blade, and Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, what do we think, Maggie? Yes. Like <laughs> I don't have a lot to say here because I mean Christian Bale was already rumored. So obviously we sort of knew about that already, but it was nice to get it confirmed. I like all the memes about being a DC hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or live long enough to see yourself become a Marvel villain. That's that's solid content right there. Um and I agree with you, Michael. And um I <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm super on board, super excited. Glad, glad that um, Sif is back because she sort of just like disappeared randomly when all the other uh, Warriors 3 got killed. So that's good. Um, Blade, nothing new. And what was the other one? Quantum Mania. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm glad that they cast a real person. Not oh. that the person who played Cassie yes. in Endgame wasn't a real person, but the Catherine Newton or whatever her name is, she was great. That's the freaky girl, right? Yeah. Yes. She was great in that movie. So I think that she's gonna her I can see her and Paul Rudd having great chemistry together. So I'm excited for that. Could she be added to your young Avengers, Mr. Oh, Pinto? absolutely. She she's the linchpin. Cassie Lang in the Young Avengers as stature oh. is like a huge part. Like Sorry. you gotta have her, man. I was just joshing, but oh, okay. oh, fair. No, yeah, absolutely. That's why, like, when they introduced a baby Cassie in in Ant Man, we were like, by three, she's got to be stature, right? So I'm excited. Um, um yeah. Uh, when the rumors of Christian Bale being the bad guy were Gore the God Butcher, I was like temper your expectations i doubt they'll go gore the god butcher and he is fucking gore the god butcher and y'all aren't even fucking ready that is like my favorite thor villain because his whole story is he's this guy who his his family dies and he's like uh it means there's no gods because the gods wouldn't you know fucking help and then he finds out there are fucking gods and he's like fuck you all you're gonna die and that's his entire thing and it's it's like the punisher for the gods that's and I'm like, pitch. he is going to be so fucking cool with Christian Bale in it. I'm so excited. Uh, Quantumania is going to be fun. I think the name fits. 
Kang being the villain, I'm still interested to see how it works on a smaller scale. Um, and uh, yeah, all the way through, I think everything, I think they're all going to be good. I'm just excited. Gore the Goblin right. is the big one for me. Uh, and then we have confirmed Black Panther 2 is still coming. It's not, I think they said 2022 is when it's coming out. Uh, that's soon. That's, that's less than two years away uh, that we're getting Black Panther 2 and we don't really we don't really know where that's going to go. Uh, we've heard a lot of different rumors, uh, so we won't speculate how that movie is going to work, but it is Nick coming. Twig. Nick Twig has a really good idea. Nick I love Twig has, idea. A, has, a, has a fantastic pitch. Um, so it all sounds, uh, so Black Panther 2 is, is, is coming. Um, and yeah, there's not much more to say about that. We knew it was coming, but the big, the big final thing that they talked about is, uh, we have officially announced he dropped it at the end, and I literally shit my pants. Uh, John Watts, director of Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. Also, Spider-Man 3, which is coming, but they obviously didn't talk about it in this panel because it's a Sony film. Uh, he is directing Fantastic Four. It's coming. Probably Phase 5, it sounds like. I couldn't be more excited. I love the Fantastic Four. Um even the bad movies, like honestly, like Fan Four Stick is really bad, but I just love the Fantastic Four. I really do. Um, th- those were some of the first comics I ever got. Was Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four, and Spider Man have just been like here forever. So uh, I think John Watts is a great choice, a great choice for this. Uh, so I'm very excited about it, Maggie. Fantastic Four. Uh, your thoughts on the announcement? Yeah, uh, my favorite part was just how Kevin casually brought it up and was like, oh, by the way, uh, this is happening. Um, that was hilarious. Um, but I'm I'm excited. I hope they can do it justice. I hope that they get good casting. I'm, I'm sure they will. Um, and I look forward to seeing a Fantastic Four movie that doesn't make me want to kill myself. So, you know, yeah. that's always positive. Uh, if Tom Holland's Spider-Man appears in a Fantastic Four movie, I will literally cry. Uh, Don't even do that to me right now. <laughs> uh, Caleb, uh, Fantastic Four, uh, yay or nay? Oh, all, all day, yes. Uh, I've been I've been waiting for the MCU to do the Fantastic Four uh, from the moment we got the rights back from Fox. Uh, that was just all I, I think that's... Honestly, they're such fun characters that you can do so much fun stuff with like I, that's why the, the, the when they were like, oh, we're gonna make them dark for 2015. I was like, that is fundamentally misunderstanding what you have with the Fantastic Four. Um, they're super lighthearted. They're super fun. They go through some shit, but at the end of the day, they're a family. It's and they're just super fucking fun. Like they're just it, it, you can do so much cool stories with whether it's space or weird sci-fi shit or actually bringing in Doctor Doom. It's like. I'm just hyped. I, I'm super excited for the Fantastic Four. Uh, here's to hoping they get John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, because I think they're the natural choices. I think they're naturals. Do it. Eh. I'm, not, I'm not so high on that. I think they're too old. I think they're a little too I think they're just a smidgen too old. Wait, but... is like 50 in the MCU? Or in the in the Marvel comics? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that off screen another time. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't be mad if they were cast, is what I'll say. I would not be mad, but they are not my first choice. I think everybody wants them because they're already married, and that's fine. But yeah. Um, anyway, uh, last thing of news, Disney Plus then announced they're going up $1 a month 
One more dollar, you gotta pay a month for Disney Plus. It's no longer six ninety nine; it's seven ninety nine. You gotta give Disney extra dollars. Uh, but I paid for three years up front, so I'm good. Uh, and so, yeah, guys, this is pretty much everything that they talked about in the, the investors meeting. It was a lot of information, but it was a lot of great information. A lot of stuff we really have to look forward to. Uh, some stuff not so much, but that's how it is. So. Uh, guys, that was the show. Thank you for watching. We are off next week because it will be two days before Christmas or three days before Christmas. And, uh, I don't want to do a show, so we're not going to do one, but tomorrow YLS top 100 series pre-record is continuing. Um, and otherwise game of factions, December 26th. That's the next big, big thing coming out. If you haven't watched the first or the final order event, that happened this last weekend. Uh, please go check that out. We put a lot of work into those matches. That's six title matches in the six main divisions of Multiplex. So you can go and check that out right away. Uh, but that'll do it for us here at Multiplex Loves Movies. Thank you guys for watching this extra special long episode. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Have a merry, jolly Christmas or whatever. Grab your alcohol. Kiss your loved ones. And uh, eat some good food. And uh, bye. You're still here? It's over. She's out of our hair. And just when I dare to care, she says, au contraire, you're my pair of friends. I love you. <laughs> Keep it together, man.